it's all for. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. Wake up right here on the Coach AB Show. Welcome, welcome. 6 a.m. Wake your ass up. We're going to get after all things football, NFL, a little bit of college. Um, We're going to get after this whole Thursday night football game tonight. Uh, We got two shitty-ass teams that I fucking picked to be in the AFC title game. So we're going to break that down. We're going to break my quarterback pyramid down. Who's on the top? Who's in the middle? Who's on the bottom? We're going to break all that shit down tonight or this morning. And then later on this afternoon, we got a great show lined up for you. And tomorrow, the great Trent Richardson will join the show at the 1 o'clock hour with Sarah Blake. Plus, we have a great, great other, uh, another great guest that's going to be on. Um, So we got a lot going on today. We'll see you guys uh Twice a day, as always. So, appreciate everybody coming in. Um, I don't know. Um, does my TV look back? Does my graphic backwards on my TV, Matt? I don't know why. I got. I don't even know who the fuck this is. Um, I have no idea who this is. Text me. Anyway, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. And uh, get you 50% off welcome bonus. Thursday night football tonight. NFL. We got this weekend's NFL games. We got the college football games. Getting ready for... Um, getting ready for this weekend. Mac, is he getting good? He said he just still doesn't have nothing. Um, we're trying to get Nick in here. Uh, we're waiting on him. Um, he's having technical difficulties, as we all do sometimes. Um, anyway, let's get you waked up. Now, make sure you don't wake up using an alarm clock. Fucking wake up for other reasons. Make sure you guys understand that. Um, Yeah, we got all kinds of shit going on. Let's wake up. Make sure this is uh, this time's ready to go. We got the Colts all running, uh, all pro running back announcement. Jonathan Taylor, he's been ruled out for tonight's game with an ankle ankle injury, and ironically, Tom Brady misses practice due to a finger and shoulder. Very very curious on uh, on that issue. Is that a Giselle mental issue or is he really hurt? Will he be playing Sunday? I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll play. I'm sure he'll play Sunday. Um, but, you know, maybe he needs a day off after the divorce filing with uh, the great Giselle. I read a, uh, I read a, uh, 
I read an article that Giselle is a fucking witch. Have you guys read that bullshit? <laughs> um, very, very funny and interesting. Um, hold on a second. Let me get out. Give me, give me one second. Let me figure out our our Nick Eaton situation. And uh, we're having a bunch of fucking technical difficulties on this side. So we'll get with you. Give me one second. I'll be right back. Man, that man, like I said, man, I'm trying to get back right. Uh, you so know, you're not done. Uh, you're trying to get back in it. Yeah, facts. So uh, when yeah. I was in, um, good well, to hear. On pro day and shit, I was, I had got hurt on pro day, so that's what really messed me up. You know what I'm saying? And then the COVID, not having a combine, you know, I got invited to that. Link. So shit, I, you know what I'm saying? It was a process. You got, you got into Detroit's camp, and then man, it ain't, it ain't, the injury ain't the only just, one that ain't working for it, though. Remember? Well, yeah, well, I, would, I practiced for a couple of days, and I tried to plan on a, like on my outside, like a little cut, and I had like slipped. I, I knew something was wrong, you know what I'm saying? So I, uh, they kept me there for like a couple of days, I like more, but I had I was up there for like you got a cell phone, right? Three months. They kept me for a little minute. Yeah, I know. I knew. Nah, yeah. I just texted your cell phone earlier. Said that, damn, we gotta you check them out. All right. Let them go rehab in Houston, so that you know, obviously pay for all, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Um, waiting on Nick to get in here. We got we had some technical issues. Um, break down all things quarterback today. I'm gonna break down all things. Uh, Baby, the hell is that? The fuck was that? All right, now I'm hearing people. What the hell's going on? You guys hear me? I have no idea what's happening right now, man. Fuck. Give me one second, dog. I don't know what's going on this morning. Give me one second. Yo, yo, yo. To go down. Coach Jason Brown. Coach Jason Brown. Jason Brown has really done wonders with this program. What's up, guys? It's the real Coach Jay here. I'm a master motivator. I'm a regular ass motivator. That's what we do. Lot and let, lot and let, yo. Get your hand up. Book is dropped officially. Hate me now, love me later. Hard back, paperback. A kid has never left my program and got kicked out of the four years yeah, or thrown in jail. Never. 220 kids, D1, 22 in the NFL. Listen to him talk. You know, listen to somebody talking in the language that those youngsters understand. He's a sugar night of football. All right, fuck it. This show's going to be all commercials. Uh. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. All right. Hopefully we're good. Uh, appreciate Hector and Capo and the Stat Lab yesterday. Everyone that joined him, uh, make sure uh, you continue to join that betting show as part of the Coach JB show. Um, appreciate uh, Hector doing that in the mornings. Uh, we got betting talk tonight. We're going to talk some betting uh, for tonight's game as well. Um, let's get back to the beginning of this show. Wake up show. Um uh, I don't know where Nick is. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Why we have so many problems around this motherfucker. But we're going to figure it out. Um, we got to send him another one, dog. It ain't working, bro. Uh, um, bro, there is no other link. I'm doing this link. This link works. I just texted him. He hasn't responded. Um, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving the stream. All right. Um, we don't know what's going on. Um. 
Um, Colts running back. Let's get to the beginning of this deal. Jonathan Taylor out for tonight. Tom Brady missed practice. Miles Garrett returns to practice after the car crash after they found out he was fucking speeding like we all said he was. But, you know, anyways. Um, Blake Bortles retires from the NFL less than five years after he leads Jacksonville to the AFC title game. Now he's doing fucking TikToks. And uh, just five years ago, the Jaguars were in the AFC title game against Tom Brady. So... Very interesting um, to see uh, Blake Bortles give it up. But he was pretty good, had a good run. Um, So I'm going to break down all things, all right? I got the over-unders. Hector, you might not be able to help me here. I got the over-unders on on this stuff here, all right? I got the... I got all the over-unders as far as what is predicted coming out of Vegas for NFL wins and... Playoff percentages and Super Bowl percentages over under. So, I want to get into the Bills starting off first. All right, uh, Vegas has them at twelve point nine wins. I hate when they do that shit because you're not. You're like, okay, is it going to be thirteen wins or twelve wins? So, twelve point nine wins. The Bills are projected at as a as a ninety nine percent playoff team and a thirteen point five percent chance to go to the Super Bowl. They're the fucking odds-on favorite to go to the Super Bowl right now. The Eagles are trailing them, but they are actually at 13 wins. The same percentage as playoffs, but they're 12.5 favorites. So the Bills are going to be playing the Eagles, apparently, um, in the uh, Super Bowl. According to Vegas and all the odds, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Bucks are or right after those guys. And then you got the Niners, Vikings, Dolphins, which is ahead of the Rams, which is shocking to me. The Dolphins are projected at 10.5 wins, and the Rams are only projected at 9.5 wins. Interesting. Cowboys are projected at 10.5 wins. And then you got the Ravens, Bengals, Titans, Jags, Chargers. Jags, 8.5 wins. Uh, Poll question, will the Jags win eight games this year? gonna be tough for me i don't know man i i know they're i know they're projected to win the south all of a sudden but i'm curious as to see um what's going on with that um um we'll see um I don't see the Dolphins at 11 wins either. I'm just sorry. I'm not. If Cooper Rush beats the Rams, I'm going to, if Nick comes in here, we had a discussion we were going to talk about. I'm curious to see if Cooper Rush, like, let's just say Dak's healthy this weekend. Let's just say Dak's healthy this weekend. Do you bring Dak in versus the Rams as his first game back? Like, when do you get Dak acclimated is my question. Because guess what? They got the fucking Eagles next week. So when do you bring Dak Prescott back to get him acclimated if you don't know? And Cooper Rush is winning right now. Cooper Rush is undefeated right now. Cooper Rush is fucking 4-0 as a starter, 3-0 this year. Do you bring him back to... Play the Rams, who just lost to the Niners, who are probably going to be hungry on defense and probably get after it with Aaron Donald and, and, and Wagner and probably pissed off at the world? Or 
the Eagles, which has one of the best defenses in the league and an undefeated Eagles team in an NFC East rivalry matchup. So, um, eh, I keep Cooper in until he loses, dog. I, I keep Cooper in until he loses, and that's where I'm sitting at with this thing. Cooper, it's your bus, it's your train to drive until you have a fuck-up. Until you have a hiccup. And uh, very interesting to see these odds come out. Very interesting to see these odds come out. But it is what it is. That's Vegas for you, man. Um, Jonathan Taylor out tonight. We're going to talk about this whole entire... These two teams tonight for Thursday night. We'll, we'll get into later on. Thursday night's teams that I projected to play in the AFC title game. This may be the fucking AFC toilet bowl game now, all of a sudden, after these two teams have absolutely stunk it up. And I'm gonna we're gonna break that down. I'm gonna break down my uh I'm gonna break down my quarterback pyramid. JB's QB pyramid, the great Steve Mack made this for us. Uh so we're gonna I'm, who's on top? That is who you have to wonder. You can fucking guess all you want. Who's my top of the pyramid? Who's in the middle? And who's on the bottom? We're going to find out here shortly. Uh, I'm going to break that down um, pretty soon. Uh, baseball playoffs? Nah, I don't watch that shit until the Dodgers win the World Series. Until the Dodgers go to the World Series, I don't watch it. Uh, make sure you guys head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. We got some fire merch over there right now. CoachJBShow.com. So check it out. Um So, oh, break it up. Um, yeah, I don't know. He hasn't responded to me either. Um, the Washington Commanders, um, I got a buddy coaching there, man. I ain't going to say no names. And he tells me it is an absolute fucking shit show. It is an absolute shit show, and I'm hearing that the Carolina Panthers are even a worse shit show. Do both coaches get fired before they even fucking finish the season? And does Mike Tomlin really stick with the rookie? And is that really the best move for this kid's career? Those are all things we're going to break down today. Fuck no. I don't believe Tomlin needs to start him. I would not have started him. They don't have the team around this kid. They don't have the team around this young quarterback to be successful. It's not like a, uh, I don't even know if New England was a team to be around Mac Jones last year as a rookie, but Mac Jones was very sufficient and efficient with a veteran OC in Josh McDaniels, who's now the head coach for the Vegas fucking Raiders, who is a horrible head coach, but I think he's a very, very good NFL offensive coordinator. Very, very different scene than it was this year. We we got Nick Eaton. What's up? We got Nick Eaton where? Fucking ghost? Um, me and Nick Eaton, we're going to talk about some things. If he gets in here, man, we've had a bunch of fucking um, technical difficulties today. Um. I got to break down this, then keep them out, then keep them out, keep them out then, I ain't doing that, 
Um, so look, here's the thing. Kellen Moore <clears throat> formula for success has been debated. ESPN's talking about Kellen Moore uh, ability to get Cooper Rush to buy in to what's going on. So ESPN conversation yesterday was they were discussing some things and he was we were discussing some things on ESPN and I'm like uh who was it fucking Ryan Clark Kellen Moore needs to run exactly the same offense that he's doing with uh Cooper Rush. And I'm like, dog, that's an impossibility. Dak Prescott is not going to continue to run this offense. He's either unwilling to or he is he has the una, he's an, unable to or unable to. I don't believe Dak Prescott is willing to run the same stale offense that Cooper Rush is running right now. That is my belief. Cooper Rush runs things the way he does because he knows he's not that athletically gifted. Dak Prescott is not going to be that patient in the offense. And I believe that is the number one downfall for him. I think that is the downfall for Dak Prescott. First of all, he thinks he's fucking Lamar Jackson when he's not Lamar Jackson. And I think he he realizes that... Now I hope he realizes he's going to get fucking hurt and he's going to be unavailable. So I don't believe it's Kellen Moore's formula to get Dak to run the same offense. I think it's Dak's unwillingness to do it or the inability to do it. So that is where I am at with it. And um, very curious. I'm very curious to see if Dak comes back. And I want to know when he comes back. Because I think the Dallas Cowboys are a better football team right now with Cooper Rush. And I don't think that you bring him back versus the Rams or the Eagles. I think you're setting them up for failure. Uh, I want to get into the quarterback. Or I'm going to get into the MVP race right now as of week five. Who I think's in the MVP race. I'm going to break that down. And I'm going to get into my QBs, obviously. My QB pyramid. Um... I'm going to throw some names out to you guys. MVP race right now. Where is Jalen Hurts? Where is Tom Brady? Where is Lamar Jackson? Where is Josh Allen? Where is Patrick Mahomes? Is Aaron Rodgers even in the conversation? He's not in my conversation right now. Aaron Rodgers is not in my conversation right now for a multitude of things. All right, Even though they're 3-1, and one, he's done a miracle with what he has. His offensive, his, 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 his wide receiver core is, is garbage. Uh, it blows my mind that the Packers never have done anything for this guy to get him a better fucking crew. Um, so I don't have him in the mix right now. Tom Brady has to be in the mix. I know they're two and two or whatever they are. Uh, but what he continues to do defies fucking logic, in my opinion. Um, he really does. It defies logic, in my opinion, what he's doing and, and how he's throwing the football. And Nice 17 says, Tom Brady, what the fuck? So obviously you don't know football. <laughs> we already know you don't know football right now. So you might as well just shut the fuck up. So you don't know football. And uh, you should just go and get with LeGarrette Blunt and coach youth football, motherfucker. 
That's who you sound like. A lot of you motherfuckers sound like those youth football parents that just fucking want to be in the crowd and drink beer and talk shit and smoke weed. That's who you motherfuckers remind me of. Um, Jalen Hurts has to be in my conversation. Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. I would say those guys are leading the way right now. All right? As for my MVP. I'm not going to say who I think's winning it right now. I'm just saying those are my top five MVP candidates right now. Because we know MVP is a quarterback. Like, there's some other good players out here that aren't quarterbacks. But we shouldn't even talk about them because they're never going to get consideration. It is a. It might as well just be called quarterback, most valuable quarterback. Because there's no, there's no other position that wins the MVP. There's no other fucking position that wins the MVP. So let's just say what it is. And Hertz is playing good. He played bad last week, though. And I'm curious to see if that is sustainable on his first three or four games. Last week, he did not look good at all. And that's what scares me. Even though, I, like I said, I've been, I've been praising him. I've been praising Jalen Hurts. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy um, that can sustain it. And the Eagles only go as far as Jalen Hurts goes. He only goes as far as Jalen Hurts goes. Let's make sure we're clear about that. Um, let me get into the most overrated player. MOP, all right? I call it MOP because that's what they should be doing. They should be holding a MOP, all right? Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, Ryan fucking, Matt Ryan. I'm throwing Jonathan Taylor in the mix. I'm throwing Jonathan Taylor in there. I'm throwing Derek Carr in there. Right now, those are the most overrated players in football. Right now. I'm throwing those in there right now. I'm throwing those in there right now as the most overrated NFL players right now today. Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, Derek Carr. Jonathan Taylor, coach? Yep. Either he's unavailable, he's injured, or we don't know what's going on, but he ain't the same motherfucker as from last year. He's not the same dude from last year. So, I, I don't know what's going on. I picked both of these teams, but I'll eat crow and call it like it is. Even though I've picked them to play in an AFC title game, and I'm fucking hoping and praying they can figure it out. Um... I also am going to say they're fucking playing like dog shit at the same time. I'm always going to say they're playing like dog shit if they're playing like dog shit. And it is what it is. They are playing absolutely horrible. I think both head coaches are underperforming right now. I think both head coaches are underperforming. And um, Russell Wilson's far from overrated, though. See, Carl Regal... I, I, I would love to see your resume and, and, and tell me, show me why you even have a voice in this fucking chat. How is a motherfucker that's won 71% of his NFL games in 10 years, been to two Super Bowls, won one, with a franchise that was absolute dog shit forever, and is one of the most accurate passers up until this year? Overrated. Some of you just fucking talk. You just want to hear yourself talk. You know what? I think I'm going to type in the chat. And there's 200 people in here. And I want to I want to be seen in the chat at 6 in the morning. I'm just going to say fucking 
Dogs go woof. Cats go meow. That's all. I'm just going to say some dumb, random shit. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. God damn, some of you motherfuckers. Some of you sound like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Holy shit. Hey, Mike Green, you got to do what you got to do. Work hard, play hard, dog. All right, offensive MVP. NFL's offensive MVP right now, if it was up to me, I got four people in there. I got four people in there. I got Saquon Barkley, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, and I got Diggs uh, for the Buffalo Bills on offense as wide receiver. Those are my top four right now. Jefferson hasn't performed up to par. Chase hasn't performed up to par because of the Burrow O-line situation, because of the Vikings moving the ball around and people starting to target Jefferson as a double-team opportunity in bracket situation. But he got going last week a little bit in London. I'm sure you can't hold him down too long with Thielen on the other side. So the Vikings will get him going. But right now, as of right now, if Hurts were not going to win the MVP, which I think is a long shot, I'm going to put him in the offensive MVP category with Saquon, A.J. Brown, and uh, Diggs. So I'm throwing that in there. Nick Chubb's a good one. Nick Chubb's a good one. He could be in there. He could be in there. Um, He could be in there, but this is the issue with them and these four that are on my list. My These four on my list are four and one or four and oh. Three and one or four and oh. The Cleveland Browns are two and two. And, and Nick Chubb can't control the narrative there. It goes through Jacoby Brissett. So if you want some real you know, real talk shit, that's what I'm giving you. So Josh Allen's not going to win the offensive MVP. He's going to win the MVP or he'll finish second, and then they'll give the offensive MVP to someone else. That's just how it works. He ain't going to win no offensive MVP. He's either going to be the MVP or nothing. All right. Defensive MVP. My NFL's defensive MVPs right now, all right? Here's my top four, all right? Um, Michael Parsons for the Cowboys. Chris Jones for the Chiefs. He's playing better than Aaron Donald right now, and he's making that chief defensive line have the number one rush defense in the NFL. The kid out of Buffalo, Poyer, who's on track to break interception record and the kid I like man the fourth kid I like is the fucking Polynesian safety out of USC um, that is with the 49ers he's absolutely balling and I don't know if he's getting enough national exposure but that dude is playing lights out he got a pick six the other day against the Rams He's actually, if you watch his film, which I got to do yesterday, is he's all over the fucking field. He reminds me of Palomalu, and he is actually a better cover guy at the safety position. So, uh, yeah, Patrick Tan's in there and, and some other things, but it's hard for a fucking corner, dog. Safeties get more love. Safeties get more love. It's hard for a corner. Dog, you guys got to understand, you're not giving a defensive MVP to a team that's shitty and struggling. The Chargers are struggling. Bosa's not going to get any recognition because the Chargers may not even fucking be a playoff team. So please let that sink in. You have to understand, that is an issue. 
Dallas is winning. The Niners are winning, even though they're 2-2. Two and two. So are the Chargers. I guess that's an idiot thing for me to say, but we also know that the 49ers are playing better than the Chargers, and I just project the 49ers in the NFC West to be much better at the end of the year than the Chargers in the AFC West, if we all think the AFC West is what we think they are. So that's why I say the 49ers' safety has a better shot than Bosa, even though we know Bosa's a fucking wrecker. The Chargers may be a shitty football team this year. And he is not going to have an opportunity to win any award if your fucking Charger team isn't doing any good. Micah Fitzpatrick can't get any recognition. That's why I didn't put him on the list. The Steelers are going to be horrible. Dog, it, it, you have to win. I, I, I'm just telling you. You're going to have to win. Joey Bosa, or uh, Nick Bosa, yeah, not Joey. Um, most likely, I want to get a, it's a poll question I would like to ask the, the, the chat here. Who is the most likely to beat the Eagles in the NFC right now? Who is most likely to, I'm not going to say decrown or dethrone the Eagles because the Eagles haven't won shit yet. They're just the only undefeated. Uh, but who's most likely to come out of the NFC uh, other than the Eagles? Is it the Rams? Is it the Cowboys? Is it the Bucks? Is it the Niners? Is it the Vikings? Is it the Packers? Is there anybody else that can come out of nowhere and beat the Eagles um, in the NFC? Saints are done for, in my opinion. Falcons never were for. Um, Cardinals are absolute dog shit. Panthers are shit. The Bears are shit. Um, uh, the Lions, as we know, are just can't. They can't stop a fucking nosebleed. They can't stop a fucking nosebleed. So, um. Who is it? I, I don't know. It's interesting. Who comes out of the NFC other than the Eagles? The Rams have the experience. I, I, I'm i hearing a little buzz that the Rams, <clears throat> it's going to come down to the Rams. Um, I had a conversation with a very insightful human with the uh, Los Angeles Rams organization the other day, and they are very, very optimistic that OBJ comes back with them. And it could happen based on our conversation. So, um, I was called by one of my former players, a security checkup on him, um, and then we started discussing it, and OBJ is a guy they're trying to get back and would like back. So, I also hear that the Packers and him are in discussion. So, if he comes back to either one of those teams, I think it bumps their stock, their stock quite a bit. I think it bumps their stock quite a bit. Um. Man, the Rams, like I said, I had a good conversation with, with this man the other day. Plus, I have one of my best friends is the wide receiver coach for the Rams, Eric Yarber, Yarbs. And I'm going to be honest, um, the Rams are still hungover, as, as crazy as that sounds. The Rams are hungover, and that is what happens after you win Super Bowls when you have no preseason and you don't play any starters in the preseason, which is a Sean McVay uh, philosophy. He don't play... Hey, Rob Turner, I'll give you his name, phone number, and email right after this. I'll make sure I let you know who I talk to. Holy fuck. 
See, so that's the problem. Some of you motherfuckers really think you're involved in this thing. This is not real life. I, I want to make sure. This is virtual life to you guys. Some of you guys think this is real life shit. It's, no, it's not. You're watching it virtually. You think I'm going to tell you who the fuck these people are? <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breach fucking major code. That's the problem. A lot of you young cats are bitch made, homie. You motherfuckers snitch on each other like a motherfucker. They got motherfucking snitch on my motherfucking boy and tell you who it is? God damn. Some of you motherfuckers, boy, blow my mind. You know why? You know why, Lucy? Because they want to retweet it and like it. And they want to fucking say that they retweeted it. And I know something. I'm tweeting it because I'm going to get a million views. <laughs> fucking bitch-made cats, boy. All right. You need to go get a bitch-made cat hat. Um, most likely to win the AFC West. Most likely to win the AFC West. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. They're all fucking shitty in my opinion. Except for the Chiefs, it looks like they're starting to separate themselves. Raiders Chiefs next Monday. I have the Raiders inside journalist who covers the Raiders coming on the show at 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, so she, he, she will be joining myself, Zach Smith, and Sarah on Monday. Uh, tomorrow, I got Trent Richardson, former Alabama great running back. Uh, he'll be joining the show tomorrow. Plus, we have a special guest we'll announce tomorrow. And then uh, we got some other great, 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 great guests for next week. Um, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. If I had to flip a coin right now, the Chiefs are the odds-on favorite to win the West, probably. Um, But I still think there's some room for everyone in that league or conference to get beat up. I think there's going to be some. I think they're going to get beat up. Uh, We don't know where Nick is, man, uh, right now. I don't really know. Um... He was trying to get in, and something happened, and I don't know what's going on. Um, so, most likely when the AFC, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs right now because that's who's in first. And that division, to me, looks like the other three teams are really trying to figure these up, themselves out. So, I don't know where they are, what's going on with them. Let's see if the Chargers get healthy. The Chargers are just fucked. The Chargers are fucked by every single scenario you can think of they're injured they're hurt they're fucking they've got so many issues um i i just don't i just don't know if they can handle it um nfc west all two and two all two and two so that brings me up to my grades okay um i want to bring up the uh my afc nfc grading uh deal um See, Steve, do we got the grades in the thing, or do I just do I got in the slide, huh? Um, you the man, you the man. All right, let's start with the NFC. I'm gonna pull it up. I want to talk to about the NFC grades. Uh, Steve did such a pretty little graphic for us all. The NFC East B plus. Uh, I'm not sure what I had it at last last week, but right now I think that the Eagles won, the, the Cowboys won, the Giants won, and uh, you got a 4-0, two 3-1s, and, and then you got a shitty team with the wussies in there, right? 
So you got a B-plus grade overall, in my opinion. That is what I think the NFC West or East is right now. Um, oops. All right, sorry. Um, that's what I, I got the NFC grades in. All right, let's go AFC West, or NFC West. NFC West, I got them as a C, man. I can't give them nothing more than that. They're all fucking two and two. They're all two and two, so I can't really do nothing with that. I mean... They're all two and two. Frisco Card- Cardinals, though, are the worst two and two football team in, in football. The Cardinals are the worst two and two football team in the NFC by far. By far, they beat the fucking Carolina Panthers, who are absolutely dog shit. If if somebody put a gun to my head and said you have to take either Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. Who do you take? I would be like, fuck, shoot me. <laughs> I'd be like, fucking shoot me, dog. Smoke me. Because I'm like, fuck. Um, I, couldn't, I can't do it. I'm like, fucking shoot me. Because I, I don't want any of them motherfuckers. I don't want either one of them motherfuckers. And if you told me that, you, that if you told me to throw Justin Fields in there, I would just say, shoot me three ways. Shoot me both sides of the temple and the back of the head. Just put me on my misery. Because I won't take either one of them motherfuckers. They're all three garbage. And then if someone said, you know what, Coach, I'm going to give you a fourth motherfucker. I'm going to throw Derek Carr in the mix. Oh, shit, just shoot me in the front of the head then. Because I'm not taking any one of those four motherfuckers. That is how bad all four of those quarterbacks are. They're that bad. I'm going to break down the quarterbacks in a minute, but that's fucking bad. Let's get to the NFC North, right? The black and blue division of the NFC. We have the Lions, which score points, can't stop a fucking nosebleed with a tampon. They are a bad football team on defense. I still cannot believe that Aaron Glenn has not been fired. I cannot believe Aaron Glenn has not been fired. Kaiser, we showed the video, we've showed the pictures, we've shown that picture and, and clip uh, 10 times since Monday. Pound the like button, man. I appreciate everybody in the room. Uh, hit that like button for me. Uh, subscribe, become a member. One day we're going to be all members here, so start becoming one. Best dollar ninety nine you can buy. Um, Vikings, man. Like I said, I told you in the beginning, I think they're going to come out of the NFC North. I think they're going to win the NFC North, and that's just my opinion. Green Bay, no receivers, no perimeter threat. They got a great quarterback, obviously, man, but I don't know if they have enough uh, at the end of the day. I don't know what it's going to take for them to get some fucking wideouts. They just can't figure it out. They can't figure it out. They can't get any wideouts in the room, man. I don't understand why they can't. I would love to see. I'm a Rams guy, so I would love to see them get... um, I would love to see them get OBJ with Aaron Rodgers, but I'm also a Ram guy. Like I like to see him come back just for the fact that the Rams need it right now because Allen Robinson, uh, Allen Robinson is just not been able to fit in there yet with the Rams. He just haven't been able to fill in with the Rams like we thought he would. So that's kind of the problem. So we'll see. Um, 
And then I got the NFC South at a D minus. Saints are shit. Carolina's shit. Falcons are shit. And the Bucks are fucking up in the air. We don't know really how good they're going to be. I think I've said it before the show or before the season. I think Tom Brady was going to hit a little bit of a wall as regarding wins and losses. Obviously, he's still the guy as far as throwing the rock. He's fucking 70-plus percent completion percentage. He's fucking, I think he's like top three in yards. And it's unbelievable at 45 years old that he's still that accurate and still throwing balls into the teeth of the defense, unlike Patrick Mahomes, who shovels three passes a game, throws seven screen passes a game, and four crossing routes for negative yards. And you all think he's really out there dissecting coverage. (laughs) But what do I know? Um, So those are the grades for the NFC. Um, Let's break down the AFC. I want to get to the AFC. The AFC grades right now. um, Oh, shit, Joey. Officially fall. It's officially fall. I got dog issues. I got all kind of drama this morning. Fucking bad morning so far. But hey, it's fucking 250 people in here to listen to me ramble. I appreciate you. Pound the like button. Hit the button. Subscribe. Become a member. We got a lot of show left. Um, AFC grades right now as of today. The AFC West, we all thought was the best division in, in the history of the NFL, according to ESPN and all these fucking haters and naysayers and media professionals and everybody out there that all thought that the AFC West was the best thing going. We got them at a B now. We got them at a B right now. Um, Kansas City won. Um, the Chargers actually pulled off a win. And the Raiders beat the fucking Broncos. So we got three wins out of the division. I bumped them up a grade. Um, so they're they're at a B right now. Even though I don't know if they're really a B grade league. I'm not sure on that one. Um uh, Let's go to NFC North, the black and blue division. The Ravens lost to the Bills. Uh, Lamar Jackson starting to show that he is in, it's not in a sustainable career that he's playing with. Um, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, uh, looks a little bit better. Um, they look a little better, but can they continue to get better, and get back into what they were doing last year towards the end of the year. Remember, last year's record, they were not very good. What were they, 9-7? and seven? Not like they had a hell of a stellar year. Or 9-8? and eight? What was their record last year? It wasn't great. So we'll see if the Bengals can go on a run and and figure this out. Steelers are shit. The, the Browns are 2-2. Two and two. Um, Carl Regal, again, just says shit. So they should be an F, according to him. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Ellsworth. Scott, what up, man? Ellsworth Community College, brother. Appreciate you. Ellsworth, man. It's like Compton College in the middle of Iowa. It's like the worst fucking field and setup I've ever been at. Not, not. There's a lot worse in California, by the way, but Ellsworth is just in the middle of the back of the fucking cut. It's like a fucking... Chain leak fence around the field. You got to like hop it and shit to play. <laughs> no locker room and shit. It's like fucking Compton. It's like Compton and L.A. Pierce and all these shit show schools out here. Um, 
AFC North's not a fucking F yet, okay? Let's see how it ends. Right now. We're talking right now. Um, AFC South. They've actually bumped up a grade. They've actually bumped up a letter grade for me. And uh, they're D-plus now. They were a D-minus or an F. They were an F, I think. They're, the Jaguars are now favored to win the AFC South. And the Titans have won two in a row. The Colts have been a team that we just do not understand. They beat the Chiefs. Then they fucking turn around and fucking lose again. They got shellacked by the Jags. Um, they looked absolutely horrible last week. The, ty- the, t- the Texans are just a young team. Lovey Smith's trying to re- re- regroom and create there. So we're, we're going to see if they can climb the ladder. AFC East. Uh, Bills, Jets. Jets are a much improved football team, regardless of what you think. Um, the Jets are a much improved roster. They are a much improved football team. The Patriots are actually a less improved. <laughs> the Patriots have fallen way, way, way down. Um, the NFL spectrum. And the Bills are still, in my opinion, they're pretenders, dog. They're fucking pretenders until you prove me otherwise. We keep always anointing the Bills as the champion. Like, how can you anoint a team that's never won a championship as the champion? I'm just asking a question out there, dog. Because the last two years, the Bills have been the favorite to win the NFL Super Bowl. I'm I'm just curious. I'm very, very curious on how you can anoint something, somebody or someone, a champion that's never won it, tasted it, felt it, held it. I'm very, very curious. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking a question, dog. How can the Bills continue to be the fucking favorite when they've never won nothing? Like, I'm just waiting for the answer. Like, I'm just waiting for the fucking answer. Because... They have yet to win anything. And we keep anointing them because why? Because they got Diggs and they got Allen and he's stiff arms guys and they look pretty and cute. Fuck no. They haven't won a big game yet. So they're still pretenders to me, though. I don't give a fuck what you say. And the Dolphins are pretenders all the way down. I just And the head coach just makes me cringe even more and more and more after the last few times this week he's talked about Tua in that situation. I'm tired of hearing about... How fu- he's so fucking he's he's walking himself deeper and deeper and deeper into abyss. This co- this coach better shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm that's how bad of an organization the Miami Dolphins are. Like you don't have a PR people person that's gonna come out and say you know what coach is done talking about this. We're gonna keep him out of this. This motherfucker's continuing to bury himself. Like have you heard him talk lately? He he can't fucking get out of his own way. And he is just burying himself, making himself look even worse every single day, in my opinion. Um, so the Dolphins, I don't believe, even if Tua comes back, because I still don't know if he was really the guy. We were just starting to see him, all right? We were just starting to see what he was going to do. And now when he comes back, let's say he comes back in eight weeks. Let's see he comes back in eight weeks. Is he going to just be the guy all of a sudden? Fuck no. I think the Dolphins are fucked. I think the Dolphins are going to be set back. And I think the Dolphins are going to have a new regime here shortly. Um, It's pretty fucking weird on how that whole thing is unfolding. Um, But, you know, 
It is what it is. Uh, make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. They got all the, we got all the merch over there. And you can get you a slap hoodie right there with the L.A. logo. That shit's fire. It's been selling like pretty crazy, too. Um, I want to get into my quarterbacks. All right, I want to get into my pyramid, and I'm going to talk about the quarterbacks. Um, I want to get into this right here. I want to get into my pyramid, my QB pyramid, man. Who's on the top? <clears throat> Who's on the bottom? <clears throat> so Steve Matt made this beautiful rendition right here, so shout out to him. Um, we, we got this design here, and I'm going to get to the top, and everyone's going to say, oh, man, fuck uh but we're gonna break down each one and uh i'm gonna uh i can't wait to hear the dick riders come jump off in this motherfucker um i'm gonna bring up all their stats okay bring up all their stats to bring up um all right here we go here we go let's start this thing up i'm gonna click this bitch and it's gonna start showing you my guys all right so here we go bottom three right now all right this is the bottom of the pyramid I got Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. They're the bottom of my fucking pyramid. And if you look at a pyramid and you figure out what a pyramid is, they're actually the foundation right now. They're at the bottom holding the thing together. So these guys can actually move up to the top. We, we They can move around. We don't know yet. But as of right now, on October 6th, this is the bottom of my pyramid. All right? So, Jalen Hurts, like I've said, has played lights out. He's been pretty damn good. He's changed his mechanics. He looks very, very good. He's thrown for almost 1,200 yards, four touchdowns, and two picks. That is what hurts me with him. Like, he doesn't have the touchdown-to-interception ratio that is good enough to win a Super Bowl. That is the problem. Justin Fields is actually under the tomb of the fucking pyramid. He's in the fucking tomb in the bottom with the fucking Egyptians. Now, he's 60, got a 60 quarterback rating, okay? Hector, stop fucking trying to guess my shit, dog. Um, Hector's going to be fired from doing the stat lab uh, this morning uh, after breaking news. <laughs> You is slap dick pretty much. Why you much. calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. Um, you guys can all guess all you want. Um, I don't really give a fuck. It's not like I'm going to change it. Hey, Steve, change my picks right now. Like, eh, fuck, I'm going to not. I'm going to tell you who the fuck they are. Um, Jalen Hurts, not overwhelmingly great stats, but right now he's changed and he's leading an undefeated team. So I had to put him in the pyramid. I had to put him in the pyramid. All right. Um, 
And I just wanted to break that down. Now, Justin Herbert, who is fucking struggling with a broken fucking rib cartilage, is still on pace. I want to show you the difference between a Justin Herbert, who's struggling a little bit as of his standards, okay? As of his standards. He's thrown for 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, and only two picks. He has a 71 QBR. Okay? A 71 QBR. Where Jalen Hurts has a 60 and has only thrown four touchdowns and two picks. There's a difference in touchdowns to picks. It is a, is it a, it's a big difference between touchdowns and picks. Okay? So... There has to be a huge difference in touchdowns and picks, dog, because if you don't have a difference, you're just setting yourself up for failure, and that's what scares me with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has four touchdowns, two picks. Herbert has nine touchdowns, two picks. It's seven. It's a seven fucking swing. It's a seven touchdown swing right there. So um, he threw for three forty last game, and. Uh, He's still coming back from injury. So I, I just want to be clear. That's where, we, where we're at right now, okay? Um, now, Josh Allen. Let's get to Josh Allen. Josh Allen stone for 12-27, 10 touchdowns, 3 picks with a QBR of 76. So you see, have right to left on the bottom, each quarterback got better from Jalen Hurts. Each quarterback got better going forward from Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen's 10 touches to three picks. Herbert's nine tubs to two picks. So they're basically the same on that. Both similar yards, 1227. Herbert has 1240. And QBR, Herbert's 72. Allen, 76.5. All right. So that's where it is. Um, yeah, because Josh Allen incompleted a ball to win a game. Um couple weeks ago against Miami and then um he has not won an AFC title yet he can't beat Mahomes um so yeah I'd put him at the top you're right Rob Turner (laughs) the motherfucker hasn't done nothing but we're gonna put him at the top um all right so Let's get to the let's get to the nitty gritty. I know everybody wants to hear because y'all want to dick ride and hate anyway. So let's move on up. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is fucking has a very low QBR for his hey for his time of the season for this time of the year. He's got a forty three QBR forty three. He's thrown for nine hundred thirty five yards, six touchdowns, and three picks. Like, more than last year, right? So, because, again, he doesn't have the fucking crew around him either. No Devontae Adams, no fucking wideouts. Tunyon, his tight end, is, is, is average, in my opinion, now that he's the guy. And they're more run-based. Their running game is actually doing very, very well. And they're still sitting at 3-1. and one. So, but I have him in there not because of actually what he's done this year, but what I know he is capable of doing and what he is. So Aaron Rodgers is never going to be out of the pyramid as long as he's playing in the NFL right now. Okay, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. Um, 
We'll see. We'll see if he wins. Patrick Mahomes. Does Mahomes win, or has the AFC just been absolute dog shit for the last few years, and he keeps getting in with a superior roster? Have you ever thought about that with the best coach in the AFC, Andy Reid? Have you ever thought about that? Have you, you do realize they, sh- they should have more Super Bowls because they actually have had the best roster in football for about three years, but he only has one to show for it. So if he's such a winner and so great, why doesn't he have more Super Bowls? And why don't they ask him to do more as far as throwing the football into the teeth of the coverage like they do Brady and Rodgers? I'm curious to get your answer on that since you guys know so much quarterback football and fucking in totality since you guys have such these resumes that are so great. Explain that to me. Maybe the AFC has been absolute dog shit for a while. They've had the best roster and maybe that's why they have more wins. By the way, they were winning with Alex Smith too. (laughs) Some of you dumb motherfuckers just want to talk and then I fucking... Break it down and you go silent. Like, where are you at now? Why, why is everybody so quiet, dog? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's funny. That's why you, you guys need to shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up, dog, and, and just enjoy the morning and have your coffee. Like, let a professional do this. So, moving on to Patrick Mahomes. Um He's got 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, two picks, and he has an 82 QBR, okay? He's got two touchdowns from shovel passes. He's got four touchdowns from screen passes, and he has three touchdowns from curl routes, 14 yards or less thrown that a receiver broke and made a play. So, if you think that's great fucking quarterbacking, so be it. But I'm putting him in there. I mean, dog, you going to talk shit about me putting him in there or are you going to talk shit about me saying that he's just okay? Like, which one is it going to be? I got him in the in the deal. He's in the pyramid. So, fuck, dog. Shut up. He's in there, motherfucker. So, enjoy him being in there. All right? So, 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, two picks, 82 QBR. So, good. Yay. He's good. He's, he's doing all right. Okay? I got him in the deal. I got him in the deal. So... Um, we'll see if it's sustainable. We'll see how good they are at the end of the season. The AFC is absolute dog shit. I'm just saying. We thought they were going to be so good this year. And the teams we thought were going to be so good have absolutely pissed on themselves. They are fucking horrible. They're horrible. So if you haven't noticed that, please recognize that football is watered down from college to the NFL. (laughs) Make sure you pound the like button for me, man, on three. Win on me. Win on three. One, two, three. Boom, boom. Hit the like fucking button. Um, Man, oh, man, oh, man. Who is the guy on top? Who's the guy on top? Um, Who is he, dog? I don't know. Shit. Um. It's the guy that we all know is the winningest quarterback of all time, right? We all know that. Um, I got micro penis on top. Geno Smith is the top of the list. Here he goes. <laughs> um, Tom Brady is the top because of what he's doing at what age he's doing it at. He just had a he did, he's completing seventy percent of his fucking balls. He's completing seventy percent of the footballs. He's thrown six touchdowns, which isn't great. Um, because he's had 
an injured wideout crew for fucking two weeks. He has one interception only. He's a 60% QBR. He's thrown for 1,100 yards. So he's right in the mix with everybody else. Um, his touchdowns to pick ratio is right there with everybody else. He just hasn't thrown as much because his wideouts have been hurt. He threw, he was 39 of 52 last week. I'm sorry, 39 of 50 for almost 400 yards, three touchdowns, no picks against a good Chiefs defense, um, at least a defensive run stopping defense. And he's still throwing back cone throws. He's throwing back cone touchdowns in the teeth of a defense. And he continues to throw meaningful passes in a as a quarterback should. That's why he's in there. Burrow hasn't looked good this year, dog, if you've watched football. I don't know if you've watched football. Um, Burrow hasn't really, really looked good. Tom Brady's going through a divorce, as everyone knows. I don't really give a fuck. That's not our business. I don't know why. I don't care. I don't look into it. I don't give a fuck. He can do whatever he wants. He's got enough money to last uh, all of us in this chat. Uh, he can pay us all, and we could probably all live comfortably for the rest of our lives. Um, having said that, he's going to sign a $400 million contract to announce games next year. And, you know, who gives a fuck? But either way, when you go through things, you struggle. You have stress. He is stressed out and still doing this at a high level. So the mental fortitude that it takes for you to cancel all your personal shit out and do this thing at a high level in the NFL, the highest level, is why he's on top right now. Is why he's on top right now. And will it shock me if they win a Super Bowl? No. It would not shock me at all. Do I think they're going to win a Super Bowl? No, I don't. But... um. Curious to see how they end up. They've lost two in a row after winning two in a row. Their defense looked great the first two weeks. Even in week three against Green Bay, they only allowed 14 points. So the defense is still outstanding. But then they give up 41. They score 31, but give up 41 to the Chiefs. I'm curious to see how they get back on track and if if Tom Brady's going to be the guy that we all think he's going to be. Um, but that's JV's Pyramid, man. Clap it up. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Um, and if you don't like my pyramid, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Um, but it is what it is, right? It is what it is, dog. It is what it is. That's my. Li- uh, now we can put together a bottom part of the pyramid. Here's my sex chat in here for all you guys. Make sure you subscribe to them motherfuckers too. Um, you know, it's hard to do a bottom of a pyramid. Where does it go? Into the fucking ground? I don't know. Like, why would I do a bottom pyramid? But I'm going to break down the quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to break down the quarterbacks, and then I'm going to get into my top five NFL matchups this weekend. And um, we'll have Brandon Lang on tomorrow to give us his bets. And then we'll also have Hector and Capo. Make sure you go over to Stat Lab. Check him out. Um, he'll also come in, and we'll talk some DFS stuff this week. But the, the, NF, the top five NFL matchups this week is intriguing, too. I'm curious to get into that, and I'm going to break down all quarterback play. Uh, I'm going to start at the bottom, though, um, because everyone knows my pyramid's top six, right? We're going to get to the bottom six quarterbacks in the NFL, and we're going to compare those bottom six quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna compare those guys, and we're gonna get into it. Um, intriguing matchups this weekend, though. A lot of intriguing games that are very very uh, meaningful uh, this Sunday. We're gonna break our top five down. I'm gonna break down my top five. Um, top five. We're gonna break down. We're gonna we're gonna break down our top five matchups this weekend. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We're gonna get in here and break down my bottom six quarterbacks. Since you just saw my top six quarterbacks on the JB Pyramid, uh, JB's QB Pyramid. What the fuck is this sex bot shit? Um, and Hector. If you could call in, we're going to send you, we're, we're going to get you in here and we're going to discuss a few key matchups and we're going to break down a little bit of uh, DFS games and matchups here today. Um, but since you've seen my top six, we're going to break down the bottom six here right after this. I'm going to go get me a coffee, take a piss, and go see what the fuck my dogs are doing. And then uh, I'll be back in, let's say, three minutes because here's the MVP vote. And backup QB list right here. Take a listen. Make sure you hit the like button. I'll be back in three. Peace. And I told you about this fucking MVP thing in the NFL. It is a popularity vote. Whether it's good or bad. On or off the field. Let me break it down. Aaron Rodgers won the last two. Why? Because he's controversial off the field. Plus, we know he's the best ball spinner on it. Lamar Jackson that year was a popular guy. He came in ripping it, running around, freak of nature, all that shit. But we knew he wasn't going to win no real games. Anyone, guys that I know, guys that I know knew he wasn't going to win no meaningful playoff game. But they gave him the fucking MVP. Steve Nash beat Kobe Bryant twice for an MVP in the NBA. You don't think it's a popularity vote? You think Steve Nash deserved it over Kobe fucking Bryant? And then they played in the playoffs that same year? And Kobe fucking ripped his ass in a seven-game series and dominated him. But yet, Steve Nash got the fucking MVP. It is not the best. I'm just telling you. So, we're going to see the issues that you're going to see when Lamar Jackson faces a team other than the Jets, A, and B, when he can't stop throwing the football deep. Because if you ever see him throwing crossing routes or digs or curls or fucking even quick balls, he can't throw them. He can throw the ball deep, though. That's his comfort zone because he's used to loaded boxes, man-free, cover zero. Let's fucking let's fucking get everybody to, to bite in on the box and we'll throw over the top. That's what he can do. So why wouldn't they do that? That's what they do. That is their offense. Why do you think Harbaugh has bought all the way in with all the quarterbacks they have on that roster? McSorley, him, Huntley. They're all the same quarterback. RG3 that's retired now. All the same. They run the same offense no matter who the quarterback is in that particular offense. The only team in the NFL doing it, by the way. The only team in the NFL that has bought all the way in and is completely sold on running triple option, double option, and RPO. Go watch any other team. Justin Fields in Chicago, they do it. And then the backup, who is the backup? Last year was who? The big redhead. He came in and they run in a pro-style offense. Completely different than what they do with Justin Fields. Trey Lance comes in last year for Jimmy G. What do they do? They run a little triple, a little RPO. When Jimmy G, what do they do? 
pro style, completely different offense. No other team in the NFL runs the same offense with the backup quarterbacks. They run a completely different. All right. All right. All right. All right. Pound the motherfucking like button. We're getting it back cracking right here on the wake up show. Um, why are we talking about Deshaun Watson? Why do you guys always bring up? Let me break it down some real shit. Why do we bring up motherfucking shitbirds? Why does everyone talk about shitbirds? Like, like I don't understand why we want to give so much notoriety to absolute fucking shitbirds. So we could talk about shitbirds. You want to rather bring up you rather bring up shitbirds so that our youth, the Garrett Blunts of the world, can go out here and fight and look like a bunch of fucking buffoons and idiots in front of our youth. And then we want to talk about Deshaun Watson, who's an absolute fucking idiot. And we want to promote him so our young kids can see that. That's what you guys like to do. You won't talk about Lamar Jackson, how he's a fucking class act, always fucking impeccable with what he does on and off the field. We won't talk about him. We won't talk about fucking what Brady does, what what all these other motherfuckers do. Even these other motherfuckers you don't even talk about. You don't even, like the Jimmy G's of the world. They don't have to be the best quarterbacks, but they're still NFL quarterbacks, and they don't fuck up. They're not bitch-made cats. You motherfuckers always want to talk about these bitch-made cats. And that's why you wonder why our, little, our young kids looking up to these bitch-made motherfuckers. That's the problem. Nobody talks about Burrow. Nobody talks about Daniel Jones. He's a starter. Nobody talks about him. Guess what we want to talk about? Zach Wilson and his mama fucking uh, his, his homie. <laughs> like, dog, miss me with the bullshit. Bring up some shit that these motherfuckers do that's, that are always quality and consistent. Quit bringing up these dumb fucks. Deshaun Watson's a fucking idiot. Um, let's see. Um, actually, we're going to do the bottom six quarterback stuff here in a minute. Um, we're going to bring in, uh, we're going to bring in Capo real quick to talk about a few things, um, here in a second. And then I'm going to talk about my, uh, NFL schedule and then, uh, Capo, what up? Yo, it's good coach. Man, I want to, I want to discuss my top five matchups for the NFL and then, um, you could just give a little insight on you if you want as far as betting goes, but uh, I'd rather talk to you about DFS later on. But right now, I, I just want to get into my top five matchups of the week because there's some intriguing ones. Um, I got... <coughs> let's see here. Um, 
Colts-Broncos tonight is obviously a huge game. One of these teams are going to be basically fucked. <laughs> like, whoever loses one of the... Whoever loses tonight is going to be in a very, very fucking bad predicament. Um, so... I'm not sure uh, who gets out of this game right here and doesn't get fired. Like, like I could see Wright getting fucking fired after this game because I hear Ursay is pissed at the world. So I'm curious to see that game tonight. Um, but the intriguing games of the of the week to me, there's some intriguing ones that matter, um, that are very interesting. And uh, I don't know if a lot of the people in America realize that or not. Um, do you do you think the Colts have had the more disappointing season thus far? I don't know, man, because the AFC West was supposed to be this fucking gauntlet. Like, they were supposed to be the best thing going, and the Broncos were supposed to be the best thing in it. And they've actually pissed the bed. Uh, they look like a fucking JV organization. The head coach looks like an absolute fucking idiot. And Russell Wilson looks like... I, I, dog, I, this is the generation, though. Like, Even though he's an older kid in the NFL comparable to these other cats. Um, what the fuck is every time, every single day before a game? Have you noticed he does a TikTok? He does a TikTok, I, I, dog, with his family. And he's like, he's got like a, a whole family around him. And he does like this fucking TikTok. The ones that he like points at the things. Yeah, I don't watch that shit. You know that <laughs> shit, though, where they point at a fucking like a whatever the, whatever the thing is. It's like, what I don't even know how to do it, dog. They're pointing at this shit like it's legit. Like, I'm like, dog, how about you shut the fuck up and go fucking win a game? Like, <laughs> You're fucking with a lot of motherfuckers' DFS picks, motherfucker, because I pick you on a weekend basis thinking that you're going to fucking explode and have a fucking Russell Wilson performance, but really you're not. You're going to fucking stick a fucking Subway sandwich down your throat like you're gagging on a dick. Anyway, um, it, is the, it, is the, it is the fucking world we live in, dog. I, I, it blows my mind. Um I, I kind of group the Titans, the Colts, the Broncos, and the Raiders in the same category, um, as in they don't really have an identity, and we don't really know who the fuck they are. Maybe the Titans are starting to um, find themselves, but that offense is, if Derrick Henry is, is uh, shut down, they're fucked. Uh, the Colts, Broncos, and the Raiders, like, who are they? Are they good? Are, are they supposed to be good? I feel like we're those questions are still up in the air. Man, I don't know, dog. It's, I got an issue. I, I got an issue with. Uh, I got an issue with all those quarterbacks <clears throat> you just mentioned on those teams. The Raiders and Derek Carr is their fucking sole foundation, and why they're hit horrible. This number, I want to be clear, but I'm going to get into this game. This is tell me if these aren't intriguing matchups that are meaningful games this week that nobody's talking about. Giants, Packers, three and one, both of them. Giants, everyone thinks is a is a facade. We don't know if it's smoke and mirrors. We don't know what the fuck to, to know about the Giants. All I do know is their defense is better than people thought. Their run game is leading the league in rushing, and Daniel Jones is making enough plays. 
for them to be in position to win each and every week. Now, having said that, with Brian Dable, who's a uh, a guy that the players want to run through a wall for, uh, the Giants are in every game, in my opinion, in the NFL this year. Now, having said that, do they win them all? I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that they're in every game. That is not a good thing for opponents because if they're in every football game and then Saquon Barkley stays healthy, then the Giants have an opportunity to win every week. The Packers don't have any fucking offensive threats. So the uh, the Packers have a struggle. They're going to struggle on offense, in my opinion, this whole season until they get an OBJ or some type of outside threat. So... That is a huge game this week, both 3-1, and one, and whoever loses that game is also kind of in a bad situation through five weeks at 3-2. and two. One goes to 4-1, and one, one goes to 3-2. and two. That is a complete 90-degree change and opposite uh, of spectrum. So, to me, that's a huge game. Another game nobody's mm-hmm. talking about, Hector, is the Browns-Chargers. Huge yeah, I, game. That is a I huge have, game. And I have that one circled. That is a fucking huge game, and um, don't know, man. Herbert's balling and stuff and all that, but the Chargers do not look good. The Browns are in a very, very peculiar situation. If they lose, they go to two and three, or either both teams go to two and three or three and two. And the Chargers can't afford to go two and three in the AFC West, or can they? See, that's the thing about it. AFC West ain't fucking doing what we thought they were going to do. And we know that the Raiders play the – Chiefs on Monday night, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a uh, the Raiders uh, lead analyst that covers the team day to day on the show Monday before the Monday night game. So it's gonna be huge to have her on, and we're gonna discuss that Raider team and Derek Carr and all my situation. I know she won't bash the team or anybody on it because she covers them, but I'm still gonna try to push her ass to do it. Um, but now nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest and 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 just say listen. What, from what they had expectation-wise to what they are, you know, is there heat on Derek Carr? Is there heat on the organization? Is Josh McDaniels taking heat? I'm sure he is. So, I don't know. Um, Dolphins-Jets, Hector. Very intriguing game right there. Jets are better than we mm-hmm. thought. Dolphins are going through this whole national scope of fucking investigations and everything. Tua, that is another very, very interesting game. And... I would I would normally say the Bears Vikings, but Justin Fields is so bad that I just think the Vikings uh, better win that game and better win it in meaningful fashion. Um, so, but there's also a game Hector where the Bills play the Steelers, and Mike Tomlin is not known to just keep taking it in the ass. So I, I, I am very intrigued on what Mike Tomlin has up the sleeve and how they are because I, I am very, very I, – I, I believe that they're going to try to establish the run game, play smart, make this young quarterback not fucking beat themselves by turning the football over and putting them in bad spots, which I think he's a wily veteran coach to do so. And I believe they're going to play good defense – and the Steelers are going to be in that Bills game late in the game, in my opinion. I think that game's going to be late in the game. This is NFL, man. Tomlin's going to get his guys ready to go. I think Micah Fitzpatrick and that fucking defense is going to come to play. And, man, I'm telling you right now, the Bills are one injury away from being a very, very average football team. I, I agree. Um, very one-dimensional. Dim- Josh Allen is 
continuing to be the lead rusher on that team. Um, is that sustainable? <laughs> like what happens when someone shuts down Stefan Diggs like completely well, and the run game? They don't like, run the football enough. Like they're so fucking Josh Allen dependent. I've never seen a football team depend on a quarterback so much. Like I, I understand Tom Brady's been and, and Aaron Rodgers are dependent, but this guy has to be dependent. They're depending on him to do it with his feet, his arm, his fucking, like, everything. Like, he's supposed to do everything on that roster. And it's like. Coach, even, like, goal line, third and goal, uh, fourth and one. Like, he is fucking running the rock. (laughs) And he's running the rock with a purpose. He's lowering his shoulder. Dog, this is college football. Like, he's running, playing at Louisville, Lamar Jackson style. Like, what in the fuck are we doing? And you're going to pay this guy big money. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Seahawks Saints is a game that's very interesting because this is a uh, Seahawks are in a fucking division with the Niners and the Rams that are and the Cardinals that are all two and two. So like the reason I'm bringing up these games is because and then they're Chargers Browns same record, Seahawks Saints, Steelers Bills, uh, Colts Broncos. Packers, Giants. These are meaningful games, even though we don't really like the matchup. Like it's a big time matchup. We they're meaningful games in the in the landscape of things and how the NFL uh, uh, keeps unfolding in front of our eyes. But the Cowboys, Rams, Bengals, Ravens, and Raiders, Chiefs is huge. And nobody's talking about the Cardinals-Eagles because does Kyler Murray finally figure it out and do the Cardinals get on track by shocking the undefeated fucking Eagles? And does Jalen Hurts end up showing that he's the Jalen Hurts that I think he can be, which is shitty? Or is he going to be the one that's changed his platform and continue to get better? See, that's the thing about it. So we're going to find out, like, fuck, did the Cardinals beat the Eagles? And now everybody's like, well, fuck, we don't have a team in the NFL that's really a fucking somebody that we can really hang our hat on and say this is the most dominant team because we thought the Bills were. Well, they're not. And now the Eagles are thought to be. But if they lose to the Cardinals, what the fuck are you going to say then? And then if the Raiders go in and beat the Chiefs and go on a win streak, now you're going to be like, well, the AFC West is not what the fuck we thought they were. We don't, It's already not what we thought they were. So... <sighs> And Lamar Jackson versus Burrow. Like, that's a DFS fucking dream game, right? That's Sunday Sunday night, baby. Is that a DFS game to play? I mean, if they're offering a one million a first, hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Is that a money? Is that a million dollar game? I'm sure it's it's either going to be a half or one million to first. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. hundred percent. What quarterback would you take in that game? I, I mean, I, I kind of have to go with with Lamar just because of what he can do on the ground. And plus that Bengals offensive line, it's, uh, it's hurting Burrow and it's also hurting Mixon. Mixon is averaging like 2.5 yards per attempt and uh, – it's not. It's not necessarily him. It's that. It's that O line. Yeah, I, I. I. don't think I could bet against Burrow on a DFS though. I would have to play Burrow at DFS only because the Ravens secondary is absolutely atrocious and the Bengals wideouts have yet to explode. And I think this is the game where they explode. 
And then on the flip side, if I'm having to bet my house on this game, uh, betting on Lamar and then him running around and then he ends up getting hurt because of it and then he's out and then you really banked on the house and he's fucked you. Burrow, I rather mm-hmm. I like his toughness and getting up from getting hit in the, in the pocket. At least I know he's not going to fucking run around. If he gets hurt, it's going to be because of a pile in the pocket. Um, so the chances and the odds are much greater for Lamar Jackson to fuck my DFS picks. In a game like that, I think I'm going with Burrow. I think I'm going with the Bengals in that game to win big. Um, they're, uh, I mean, they're plus one fifty. That's great value on their money line. Um, hell yeah. I think the line for this Chargers game is very interesting. The Chargers just had a get right game against the Texans. They won by ten points. Um, it did. It was close at one point, I believe, in the third quarter where they were just up by three. But they're minus 138 in the Browns. They do have a backup quarterback still under center, and they just lost to the Falcons. And this game is essentially almost at a pick em. I think sometimes when Vegas does something like this, first glance, you see the Chargers only minus 138. If you look at the board for Sunday's slate, there's some heavy fucking favorites. Heavy favorites. That's why I don't so like I, it. That's why I don't like it. That's the thing about it. Like, uh, Big Grip here makes, brings up a point, and I was going to ask you, Hector. I've asked you before about this. You've mentioned to me before. That's why you play so many lineups. He said last Sunday the million-dollar contest had to chop $5,900 up. Too many duplicate lineups. Like, that's one thing I do not like and don't understand either. Like, there's there, so many. There was, a, there was a solo winner last Sunday. A million? Yeah. Uh, but there's so many fucking duplicates. Like that's I've I've won many games in NBA. I've won a lot of you know I've, I've twenty thousand dollar games. I've won I've won twenty five hundred and had to split it within ten fucking fifteen dudes or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. it's like fuck, man. I hate that shit. It's like it's so hard because people just play so many lineups in DFS, right? Well, it's a combination of two things that, and this is also still a fairly new game in slash industry and just players are getting better year by year your comp the competition is getting better yeah yeah like, um, like the, the if you have three four five seasons under your belt you know what the fuck's up no doubt uh rams cowboys dog sunday a 125 kickoff on the west coast a very intriguing game because i'm sure cooper rush gets to start i would be super surprised if dak gets it um i like i like the rams though to bounce back they have to because they're they're in a very predict situation too and that's the game that gets dak back in the lineup against the eagles Mm -hmm. and then i think the eagles absolutely fucking run through the cowboys when dak starts that's my prediction i think the Rams beat the Cowboys. They put Rush out of the starting spot, which I think is going to be a, mis- uh, a, a mistake. They're going to start Dak against the Eagles. Eagles are going to fucking run through them. And then Dallas is going to be back to being the Cowboys that we all know they're going to be. A bunch of I, I agree with idiots. that narrative. Uh, they just got embarrassed idiots. in San Francisco in, on primetime television. And now they're playing the Cowboys at home. I, I, I agree with that narrative. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are just going to be the back to the weed smoking fucking criminals that they are. Um, they, they play like shit too against the Commanders. They won, but like 
Pollard was a complete ghost. I believe he had like seven carry, eight carries, uh, like 0.8 yards. He averaged 0.8 yards per attempt. So did the is the magic starting to drop a little bit? And that and that's why everybody's like, good Dak back. I mean, it's so the the fan bases in football are like Carl Regal in the chat, right? They 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 they, they go from football to, and then talking about Albert Pujols. Like, who give a fuck about Albert Pujols? He's forty nine years old, by the way. All you guys think he's forty? He's fucking forty nine. I know for a fact. <laughs> He's absolutely fucking old as shit. And so what he's doing is unbelievable. But I don't give a fuck about baseball and who got... Do you think I really know anything about his ball and who signed it and who got it? And Do you think I know who caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run? And do you think I give a fuck? I don't give a fuck how many home runs he hit because he ain't catching Barry Bonds, motherfucker. So I don't really care. And it's the worst fucking sport in all of fucking the world. Baseball is literally the worst sport in the world. Whoever created it should have been killed long ago. So I know he's dead now because he was on fucking, um, fuck, what was the movie uh, with uh, Adam Sandler? The dumb movie? Um, six, the Six uh, Idiots? <laughs> I'm, not sh- I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, dude, that movie's fucking hilarious. It's so dumb. What's that movie where it's like a bunch of fucking tards running around and they're all related to each other? They got one dad? Um, fuck. Not the Zohan. It's another one. It's back in the day. He's Indian. He's like mixed Indian and shit. Holy fuck. Any, any, fuck, dude. It's unbelievable. Someone in the chat's got to know. Yeah, they'll know. Somebody in here will know. And then they'll know the production team. They'll know everybody that has to do with it. They know every fucking thing about it. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, John, Lu- what's his name? Not Leguizamo, uh, Totoro. John Totoro created baseball during the Ridiculous Six. Shout out to John Clavazino. The Ridiculous Six. Fucking John Totoro created baseball during the movie. Whoever said eyes wide shut, you need to have my balls shut your eyes. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You need to blink while I put my ball sack on your eyelids. Fucking blink while I put them right there. So, Dolphins, Jets. If the Jets win, are they serious contenders in the fucking East? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the Lions have the Patriots this week, and... Uh... Mac Jones is out, but uh, Hoyer's out, so they're rocking with a third-string quarterback. And I, I, I know you just mentioned the Jets, but the Patriots are minus one seventy-two favorites against the Lions. And you fuck with the Lions, man. So that that's an intriguing line right there. I don't like it. Lions score too many points. The Lions score too many points, and New England can't score enough. Even though. If the New England were going to get on track, it's going to be against this Aaron Glenn-led defense of the Lions, who is absolutely, unbelievably bad. Like, I cannot believe he's not fired. I can't believe that Aaron Glenn is still employed by the Lions. Now, maybe he's an easier scheme for Belichick than a Lamar Jackson or uh, someone like that. But 
I have a problem. Um, no, I've been telling you guys Goff is a top five ball spinner in the NFL. I'm just telling you he's not. The, he doesn't have the it factor. He ain't going to win you a fucking... Do you think I'm going to bet on Goff in a fucking NFC title game against the fucking Rams? Fuck no. I'm not going to put... Think, huh? For the offense, though, like, what do you think's been uh, clicking for them this season? Because they are putting up points. I think and they're number their one. Aren't they number, aren't they number one? Aren't they number one in the NFL? The Lions may be number one offense in the football. I believe they're number one in the NFL, I think. Yeah, why do you think the why is that? I mean shit, dude. They they got a dynamic run game with Swift. He's hurt. They got they have a uh Dynamic ball spinner, man, and they got great wideouts on the edge right now, and, and they got a fucking legit tight end. So, like, they have a great offensive core around them. Um, but the problem is, this is what a this is a coach speaking about offense, and I want everybody to be clear. Look at the Lions quarter one, two, and three, and look at the Lions. Quarter one, two, and three, and tell me what the score of the game is. And then tell me what quarter four does for the Lions offensively. Because I think they're scoring a lot of points late in the game when they're down a lot of points. And offenses, seem, you seem to get a false sense of Hope for teams like that that score a lot of points in second halves when you're down a lot of points. In the NFL, a lot of teams let up a little bit because they see the score and they're like, okay, these guys are going to force the way back and we're going to fucking, we're going to get a uh, turnover or something when they really score a lot of points late in the game. So are the Lions really good on offense or are they just fucking down so bad because the defense is god awful that they have to, they, they score late in the game? And they throw the football all over the park. And Goff can do that. Goff can do that. And then also look at Goff quarter one, two, and three compared to quarter four when the pass rush is lightened up, when the pressures have lightened up, and when defenses are playing more stagnant, safe looks compared to coming after him and bringing heat and where he's having to force the ball compared to having a seven-on-seven scheme back there picking apart the defense because he's fucking got time now. So there's so many things that a lot of fucking average Joes don't realize. Um, These novice fans out here that you have to look into. So that's something that I'm just... I'm I'm not even sure that's accurate. I'm just telling you that's what usually happens. So maybe if you're betting, you can use that towards your advantage. Um... Um, so yeah, I kind of just looked into it while you were talking and against the Eagles week one, the Lions actually put up 14 points in the fourth quarter and the Eagles put up, um, zero their loss against the Vikings. The Vikings put up 14, the Lions put up zero and against the Seahawks, uh, this past weekend, the Lions put up 22 in the fourth quarter and the Seahawks put up 10. Kind of what I said. So, Rob Turner, man, I love when they tell me, Coach, you don't, you just don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) 
fuck. I love, I love hearing these motherfuckers when they tell me I just don't understand. Like, what do they expect you, you to take out your uh, pen and pad and start taking notes and change your whole fucking outlook on everything? Uh, I, I, what I just don't understand, Campbell has changed the culture. I don't know shit you about did, you, you did say that. Well, yeah. something like that. Yeah, no shit. But I don't know nothing about changing culture, by the way, either. Um, shit. Interesting. There's a lot of games out there to be played this week. That Titans Commanders. Now, Titans better not fuck up and lose that game. But they could very well lose that game because it's the NFL. Um, but if the Titans lose that game... They're fucked. No, I don't like the 49ers, Marty. I'm from fucking L.A., homie. Do you think I like the fucking Niners? Do you think I like the the Giants? Fuck no. I'm the fucking Dodger, Laker, King, Rams, bruh. I don't like anything in the North. Fuck no. I don't like the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't like the clouds in Frisco. I don't like the smog. I don't like the gray fucking skies in Frisco. I don't like the fish. I like everything in the South. The sushi's better down here too, motherfucker. There's some heavy fucking favorites this week. It's fucking annoying. Now, Hector, I do hear that, San Francisco the, massage. The I, Titans I Commanders game is also another close one. That's hey, uh, a, that's by the way, I, do, I did hear that the Frisco massage uh, parlors are off the chain. A lot of Thai women up there. Shout out to my boy Pat Perez, who's getting ready for the live tournament in Bangkok, um, Thailand. Uh, he's sending me a lot of pictures, man. It's crazy. It's crazy nasty, number one. It's fucking nasty. There's dogs floating around the river and shit. They're not even dead. They're live. Uh, fucking dogs <laughs> swimming in this fucking river that looks like a fucking, looks like a goddamn just absolute shit bath. And, uh, man. But I heard, I heard Bangkok's cool, but it, fuck, it looks nasty. But they're going to play the live over there, and then they go to Saudi Arabia, and then they finish in Miami. Shout out to Miami. I will be in Miami for Pat's final um, final round in the live because if this final four, the four aces, win that final tournament, the payout is unbelievable. I'm going to be there to enjoy that and chill in Miami the last week of the live tournament this year. So I'll be doing the show from Miami. So... Let you know, shoot that out there. Um, maybe Steve Mack will show up and Hector could get down there since Hector travels the world anyway every week. Um, Seahawks Saints. I'm not really, I don't really care about that game. Um, I mean, I'm a Rams fan, so I'm hoping the Rams beat the Cowboys, even though I like Pete Carroll. Uh, I do root, I, I am rooting for the Seahawks to beat the Saints, even though I'm not a, I don't have a dog in the fight. Uh, I'm just worried about yeah. these games and these DFS games. Um, can Daniel Jones score any points versus the Packers? Um, does they um, so they lost Sterling Shepard like two weeks ago, and now it was also just announced that Kenny Galladay is not expected to travel to London with the team. So he's disgruntled. He's just fuck him, man. He's a mental midget. A fuck him. He's a mental midget. And he's and B, he is absolutely disgruntled, guaranteed because they set him down early in the season. They set him down, 
And then he got $70 million last year. They set him down early in the year. He comes back. He's so fucking mentally weak that he absolutely drops two critical balls. And then he is now not traveling. That tells me a lot. That tells me that you are disgruntled little bitch. And coach, coach, he has 22 fucking receiving yards on the season. Yeah, and he's worth 70 mil. Fuck, man. He's worth 70 mil. God damn. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Dable is, like, getting rid of all this shit and the shit birds and saying, we're going to start over, dog, and, and we're 3-1 and one without you anyway. Like, that's what they don't get. When you win with shit birds and you can, and you can win without them, it's, a, it's the most telling thing from a head coach to your team. Oh, we don't need you? Oh, fuck. We're winning without you? Oh, fuck. Bye. <laughs> so now we're going to see what ends up happening there. And it's ironic that OBJ was in New York last this past weekend. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I'm also curious, like, let's just say the Steelers do lose this week or the next two games. Do you think teams like the Rams are going to start like calling in and, and inquiring about like Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool? <sighs> I think the Rams need another receiver. They do. Um, and if they don't get OBJ, then I don't know who's really out there. Who they, The Rams have really don't have any fucking trade value right now. They don't have any assets because they've used it so much on everyone they have. And they don't have any money. So that is that is true. I don't know who what they would give a team like Pittsburgh with a young quarterback. Are you willing to give up any wideouts for this young quarterback right now? I wouldn't, because you don't know what you what to expect right now with this young quarterback. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see how that goes. The Rams do need somebody, but remember though, I want to make sure everyone remembers. I just had a good conversation with my a good side inside source with the Rams, and. Uh, he actually followed me the other day on uh, on Twitter, and, and I'm going to try to get him on the show. But Van Jefferson is been hurt, and he is mm-hmm. a critical wideout for that team, and he is a good motherfucking wideout, and he is going to be impressive. When he comes back, which he should be back very shortly from what I heard last night, um, he is a big get for that team. And I think they're waiting on Van Jefferson, and I think the Rams think that they can get through the next few weeks and, and see how Van gets back acclimated, and then they'll decide, okay, do we go after OBJ or another wideout? Because Van Jefferson's a another big piece, which I think he actually helps open up Allen Robinson. And and also the, the running game. The running game has been shitty for them. They The 49ers shut down Akers, and Henderson had like 27 rushing yards on the game. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's true. Um, that's true. Uh, announcement real quick. October 22nd, Slapdick Cigars launch here in Newport Beach, California. 3 to 8 p.m. I will be doing a signing there. Book signing, whiskey, the whole nine. Greet and meet. Meet and greet. All that. Um, Monday morning right here on this Wake Up Call show, I will have Michael Lombardi on the show. The great Michael Lombardi that talks all NFL, former NFL GM. I'll have him on for a brief moment to discuss quarterback play. We basically think the same when it comes to quarterbacks. So he'll be on the show Monday morning uh, for the morning wake-up show. So that'll be big, having a guy like that on. And then uh, tomorrow, Trent Richardson joins the show um, at the 1 o'clock hour. And Brandon Lang as well. 
Uh, plus, we have a special guest as well. Tomorrow's loaded show in the afternoon, and then tomorrow morning we're going to break down tonight's football game uh, between these Colts and these Broncos that is, hopefully is not an absolute another fucking 9-6 game because it seems oh. like the Broncos are playing in the worst games of the year, aren't they? Fuck, man. Um, it's I don't think that loss to Javante Jav- Williams is like critical to this offense. Uh, is he done? I guess it's gonna, yeah, he's done. They the Broncos really need um, they need to figure out their tight end situation. That Albert Cat that's been rocking uh, the first three weeks of the season, um, he's been very quiet. And the wide receiver three for them has also been quiet as well. Um, but this game is very, very tricky. Uh, both quarterbacks inside the 10-yard line have like a QB uh, completion rating of 30%. So are, are we going to see fucking kickers in tonight's lineup? Um, or is this a game that is an absolute fucking shootout? And both quarterbacks are on fire and fucking Pittman gets going for the Colts. And then Judy gets going, or, or, or fucking one of these guys gets going for the for the Bengals. I mean the Broncos. The other issue with the Broncos is I think it was huge. They them losing Tim Patrick. I think I think set back Russell Wilson's mental ass, mental weak fucking ass. Because <laughs> I think him and Patrick had a. Uh, I guess they were doing a bunch of shit in the offseason together, and then he gets hurt, and now he's got Sutton and Judy. Now that he has to like act reacclimate with, so I think people aren't looking at that um, like they should. Because Tim Patrick, I think, is a huge loss for them. I was hoping it wouldn't be, but I think it's proven to be a fucking bigger loss than we think. Because I think that was where his Cooper Cup Stafford type of mentality is what that was. Apparently, from what I heard in the offseason. now it looks like he's got to get with Court and Sutton and Jared Judy to figure out who the fuck's the guy. Because right now, they still have the weapons, in my opinion. Um, they just haven't meshed for whatever reason. And it takes time sometimes, man. But you know what? <laughs> Hector, they paid that motherfucker, man. They, their wide receivers, three and four, are Ken, Kendall Hinton and KJ Hamler. I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> so I I don't even know who that is and uh they they both got more involved last week against the Raiders. Uh KJ Hamler caught a fucking bomb. One receptions for, one reception for 55 yards. Uh Hinton had two receptions for 39 yards. So do they go fucking air raid tonight? They, they kind of have a bad taste with uh, Melvin Gordon. This fucker fumbles every time he gets the ball. Um, so, do, do uh, they go Hector, heavy why pass you're talking, tonight? While you're talking about that, I'm going to bring up my bottom six quarterbacks, all right? This is the reverse pyramid. So, now I'm going to put these motherfuckers at the bottom. Um, I want to I get into who, who I got on the bottom, all right? So, there you have it. Dak Prescott's on the fucking bottom with Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield. Where's the hate? Bring it up. Give me a motherfucking hate. Give me the hate. I want the hate. 
Dak Prescott is not as good as Cooper Rush. <laughs> Derek Carr is absolutely dog shit. And if you had to put a gun to my head, Hector, and tell me I had to start one of these three on the bottom, I don't know what I'd do, dog. But understand something. This is a reverse pyramid. These aren't the worst on the bottom. It gets worse as it goes up. So, so we're clear. You guys are clear, right? So the next two are these two sorry motherfuckers. Wentz and Fields are even worse than the bottom three motherfuckers. And then the worst one of all is that mental motherfucking midget. <laughs> Kyler Murray is the worst fucking one of all of them. And you paid him the most money. Shout out to uh, Steve Mack for getting this reverse pyramid out there for us. That is the bottom six quarterbacks in the NFL. Fight me on it. You can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me. They are fucking horrible. I wouldn't. I don't know if I could take any of those motherfuckers right there. I don't know if I could take any of them. Coach JB, Coach JB, <clears throat> Coach JB, you hating? They black. Yeah, I'm hating on them that they're black. There's three white boys in there too, dumb fucks. So the, huh? Carson Wentz last game against the Cowboys was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. <laughs> There, he got flagged like three times for like intentional grounding. Like, what the fuck? Um, Steve Max said, could, could I, you couldn't get none of them right as a coach? I could get them right. I, I, I think I could get, let me be honest. I'm going to see if I, who I would get right in that crew. Carson Wentz, no. He just looks like I just want to I want to choke fuck the shit out of him just because he looks like a fucking idiot. Like he's gonna be the guy that just set this does dumb shit and he's gonna come to the sideline. He's gonna be like, uh, coach, I, I saw the rotation. I shut the fuck up and do what I tell you to do. He, he no, Carson Wentz, I can't coach. Justin Fields, just by looking at what he's doing, I think he's too far away. I would I would like I would fuck with him and sit him. I would sit him for a few years and I could try to coach him. But that's the problem. If the owner is going to tell me, AJB, you got four years. Two years to sit him and coach him. Two years to coach with him. And I would say, all right, I'll do it. Dak, I don't think so. I think Dak's too stuck in his ways. Derek Carr, absolutely, unequivocally, no. I would just send him to fucking the casino back alley somewhere and fucking (laughs) bury him in the back of a fucking van. And then Baker Mayfield, absolutely fucking not. You need to go do commercials, and you either do a Heisman commercial, an Allstate commercial, or fucking a Subway commercial, and stop playing football. Just period. I'm just going to tell him that as a coach to a, to a young man, like, hey, dog, this ain't for you. Um, and then Kyler Murray. He needs to go over to fucking North Korea or wherever the fucking all the video game fucking games are made and go over there and just fucking sit there and with the virtual reality headset on and just be an absolute fuckstick. Just go play video games, dog, because he just ain't going to get it done. We don't have stilts in the NFL. We don't have Albert Einstein fucking brain transplants we can give him. And we just... 